Hey, Steve. How are you doing? I'm doing well. We are sitting again in my basement. Yep. Um, we still don't have pants on. No. Well, this is a pantsless podcast. It's the only... Well, not the only, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm There's sure probably there's more ones. out there like us, but I'd like to think we're one of the originals. We started a trend. Trend breakers. Um, for those who don't know, um, speaking of naked, my head is naked. Yes, he, he shaved. He is totally bald. Yeah. Um, accidentally. Yeah. It was not meant to be totally bald. It just kind of happened. <laughs> it got bad and then it just got worse. It got bad and I looked at it and went, oh shit, and got rid of the rest of it. And I'm going the opposite way because I'm a teacher. You're a shaggy dog. Yeah. I'm a teacher, so I don't have to look presentable for anything. Oh, you think this looks presentable? I mean, it's better than what I got. I kind of look and, like Bruce Willis. Yeah. And my wife thinks I'm hideous anyway. So well, that's true. It doesn't really matter. I'm not trying to impress her anymore. So I have a mini mullet, I would say, right now. Is that mini? Yeah. it's okay. the mini. I can't quite you get can't it quite into... You can ponytail it? It's, it's almost... <laughs> Almost to the ponytail, but not quite. Yeah. And then the front of my hair is just going straight up. So yeah. I have a lot of hair right now. Yeah. So I, I'm getting used to the no hair thing. It's definitely different. <laughs> I still have a beard, which makes it look even cooler. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't shaved my beard at all. Um, so it looks, I, I don't know, I look pretty damn cool. I'm pretty fly for a white guy. He is midlife crisis Lex Luthor is what he looks like. Yeah. I'm going to go get Superman. Yeah, he's out, he's after Superman. Um, speaking of Superman, mm-hmm. we're not doing Superman today, no, we're but, not doing Superman. but we are doing Batman. Yes. Um, so I could say that there's a reason we're doing this because it's like the 23rd anniversary of Batman and Robin because like all of them came out at the end of June where right. we are right now. Right. So um, I think Batman Returns is like 28 years old, Something and like Batman and Robin's like 23, and Batman Forever is like 25. Came out about this time. But, but we're not that creative. No, we weren't that creative. It was just, I kind of stumbled upon it, because um, every day at lunch, when my wife is at work, I will watch movies with my girls. Uh, my younger daughter was gone all week, so I let my older daughter pick stuff, and she's a big Tim Burton fan. I failed there. Well, you tried. Yeah, but she's a big Tim Burton fan, and she'd never seen the Batman movies. She's seen, like, most of his other stuff. She's seen a lot of his older stuff. She doesn't Wait, like the no, new stuff. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me catch you here. She's seen Batman, just not Burton's Batman. Yeah, she's, okay. seen, she's seen The Dark Knight. Okay. Um, one of her favorite things is the animated series. She loves oh, it. We watch it all the time. Who doesn't watch that? Um, Mask of the Phantasm, we've watched together at least three or four times. Um, but she's never seen the original Burton Batmans in the world that came okay. from that. So this week we just turned them on. That was a mistake. It was interesting. I'm not really <laughs> going to talk about the first one because there's enough people that's talked about Batman 89. But we watched Batman Returns. Um, yeah. That is Burton at his most Burton-y, I think. Which I think you just created a word. Yeah. No, it's it's out there. Um, that, if you want to describe Alice in Wonderland, it's Burton-y. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, but um, I I just found it so amusing because I haven't seen it in years. I haven't seen Batman Returns for a very long time. All I really remembered was Danny DeVito was a penguin. penguin. They had a scene with the penguins with rocket launchers on there. I remember that. And I remembered I liked um, Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, and yeah. that's about all I could remember. But um, watching it through the eyes of a 13-year-old who has only known 
good comic book movies that actually pay attention to, you know, the character development, everything like that, instead of, well, people know who Batman is, so we're just going to make a Batman movie and we'll use names, but that's about it. Yeah. It was very interesting because she's used to the Nolan movies, and I mean, even Justice League tried to do right by, you know, the characters. They, they kind of made Batman a serial killer. But hmm. not as bad as in no. the Tim Burton Batmans, because there's a part in Batman like, Returns where um, the circus gang is with Danny DeVito's Penguin. Uh-huh. I don't know why, because he was in the circus, I guess. Um, but there's a part where he's in the Batmobile, and there's a guy behind him. He was like a fire breather, and he tries to like throw something on the Batmobile. So Batman parks the Batmobile, um, puts like these planks down, rotates the car so the afterburner's on him and gasses it. And the afterburner comes out and just torches, and him. Just torches him. And then there's a good three seconds of the guy running around screaming with his arms flailing in the air, dying horribly. And my daughter went, um, uh, I didn't think Batman killed like he does here. Yeah, and I then, had forgotten that. Yeah, and then a few minutes later, it's even better. Um, he's battling the circus gang on the roof. And he, like, throws two people off, and we have the Wilhelm scream. And then a third guy, you know, he blocks a few of his hits, and then Batman smiles. He put dynamite down his pants, smiles, pushes him over, <laughs> and then explodes. <laughs> As Batman is smiling. So... Would you would you think it's safe to say at this point that Burton turned Batman into an absolute psychotic serial killer? Yeah. I mean, like, it was, you know, Christopher Nolan with Batman Begins. He's like, I'm going to get into the ethos of Bruce Wayne. You know, yeah. not many people are with me, but I, my favorite one of those three is Batman Begins. Because I think it is a very good character study of this character of Bruce Wayne. It's the only movie that really cares about Bruce Wayne, because... That's the one... Let me refresh myself. That's the one where we see him go to Tibet and meet yeah. Rachel Ghoul. and Yes. Yep, okay. And, like, it's all about him actually, you know, getting these ideas and knowing what Batman's one. going to be. Yeah, it's my favorite one, too. Um, it's it, We were talking about it because my wife was watching it with us, and she can't watch it, because she's like, every time that was on TNT, you would watch it. I'm like, and it was on TNT every day. I'm like, yeah, but... You can't not watch it if you flip through and it's at a good part. So um, right. we went back to Batman Returns. And like I said, I think it was Blade was maybe the first time that they actually took the character seriously and they weren't camping it up and, you know, everything like that. Because back before they would – and I love Superman. Um, the original Chris Reeves, Reeves Chris Richard Reeves. Donner, Superman 1 and 2. Yep. I love the Donner cut of Superman 2. Like those two – I used to watch when I was a kid. I still love him. Mm -hmm. I have a Superman tattoo because he is my mm -hmm. ideal of what is good in the world. You know, that's mm -hmm. what I strive to be is that kind of version of Superman. Not the one that we have now, you know, but yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, so I do love those. So I don't mind it being cheesy, but everybody in these Batman movies are just over the top and then back under the bottom and then over the top again in these movies. And they use the names, but didn't really do anything with the characters. Because, like, Alfred is Alfred. There's not much you can do with him. Unless you go into the um, the TV show. Mm. the what, what I think it was just Gotham, wasn't it? Yeah. Where Alfred is, like, some, like, former SAS. Yeah, they kind of did that in the Nolan, too. Because 
they kind of made it seem like he was some. Yeah, but idiot. he wasn't just. He wasn't just made it seem that way. Man, yeah. he protected young Bruce Wayne yeah. by beating the living shit out of people that came to the house. Don't they have an Alfred show now on like some crappy cable Probably. channel? I think so. But you know, Alfred was Alfred, Commissioner Gordon. But like, you watch and Batman is not what you consider Batman. And and like I said, we're not talking about Batman '89. No. Everybody's talked about them, but in um, Batman Returns. He has one line in the first 45 minutes of the movie. Tim Burton's cared so little about Batman in Batman Returns <laughs> that at one point my daughter Lily's like, isn't he supposed to be returning from something? I'm like, no, he's, he's, I mean, he is very little in this movie. It is so Penguin's let's, movie. Let's refresh this a little bit. Why? Because, okay, so spoiler alert. I was supposed to watch this movie today. Uh-huh. I've seen it before. I was supposed to watch it today, and then the AC went out again, and I had to deal with that all day. And just things happen. Yeah, shit happened. So, the end of Batman 89 happens, mm-hmm. and at the end of 80, Batman 89, he's just... I mean, the movie ends, the, it's, it's good, it's... And, like, you were talking about that, because, you know, the whole Batman doesn't kill thing, and through the rest of the series, he's like... Um, especially, like, in Batman Forever, he's talking to Robin, he's like, killing Two-Face will not help. I'm like, you literally shot a grappling hook around the Joker put it on one side of him and wrapped it around a gargoyle and kicked the gargoyle off the top of a building, yeah. plummeting him his to his death, I don't think you have much room to talk no, about not no, killing someone. He doesn't have much room to talk. But where does the title Batman Returns come from? I don't know. You, I, I don't either. Because I don't think he went anywhere. I don't remember. Because, like, in Nolan's Batmans, he actually does become yeah. the villain, so to speak, and he has to redeem himself. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises would have been a good title for Batman Returns, because he yeah. does return. Yeah. Yeah, no. So He also rises, but... So, Batman Returns is just... Is that just, hey, Batman 2? Yeah. We're back. Batman yeah. returned. But one of the funniest things, and I was telling this to um, my daughter, because I'm a big nerd when it comes to knowing, like, back you know, backstories, backstories and, yep. and, you know, the comings and goings and the dealings of Hollywood. So mm-hmm. the first Batman, Batman 89, huge success. I mean, the biggest thing of 89, which was a big year. I mean, Ghostbusters 2, Indiana Jones 3, Batman, that was a big year. I think Lethal Weapon 2, but um, Batman was the biggest thing by far. So yes. they didn't like how dark it was, though. Like, the execs wanted to sell toys. That's what they thought they should be, but they're like... We made so much money and so many people liked this movie that we got to bring Tim Burton back. So they're like, all right, Tim, you can come back. You got final say. You get this. You get everything you want. But can you make it more family friendly? He's like, got you. And then he made Batman Returns. I was going to say, wait a minute. This one was supposed to be more family friendly than 89. Yes. I mean, okay. So I'm going to grant you. I think my memory served me right. This one was significantly lighter, goofier? How do you want to say it? I, I don't know. I felt like 89 was very heavy, very solid. Yes, very... Very, it was very somber. 89 yeah. is very somber. Whereas this one's got more... More humor, more kind of lightness but to it. It's fucked up humor. Oh, no, no, it is. And, like, that's the thing. Like, I told my daughter when we're watching this, I'm like, I think this is Tim Burton's idea of a kid's movie because there are kiddie stuff in it. Like, um, there's a part... Like, it's the circus gang, so they have some clowns, they have stilt walkers and fire people. 
they all brutally murder people and are brutally murdered. And there's like a part where like he has a batarang and the dog chases it and brings it back. So, and like the army of the penguins at the end, that's very kiddie. The, the, the army of the penguins, even with the rocket launchers, is kind of funny. Yeah, and it's very kiddie. And there's very the light. part where, you know, penguins in like the penguin thing and he's controlling <laughs> the, the, I don't know what it's called. It's like the giant, the giant rubber ducky that he, I have, um, oh, I don't, my, I have a Lego of the Penguin's Lair, yeah. and he's got the little giant... He's little got a giant rubber, rubber ducky yeah. that he goes... And he like, drives around. There's one part where he's controlling the Batmobile, and he's got, like, he's, like, in a little 25-cent Batmobile that you used to go into in the um, supermarket. Are so, you talking about the one that would sit on the thing, and he, like, rocks yeah, back and forth? Yeah, you rock and back... And, like, he's controlling the Batmobile at this time, because this is when he frames Batman for I remember that. murder. So, there are kitty stuff in it, but in between all the kitty stuff... You everybody have, you have, is. You have circus guy getting as hell in this. Oh yeah, well. I mean, who, everybody. Okay, now hang on. Who isn't horny as hell watching this? I mean, Michelle I, Pfeiffer. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, like everybody just wants to have sex in this movie instead of yeah. fighting crime. Yeah. This could have been like uh, Spartacus, the show Spartacus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although I don't know that I wanted to see Michael Keaton's dong. Hey, he probably unless he's done. as big as what? That what's his guy? name there? Yeah. yeah. That was, that was almost uncomfortably large. <laughs> yeah. That was that was the thing. I can see why you didn't mind being naked all the time. I, I'd i walk around and tell you, look. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if I looked like that guy, I'd just walk out in the street and be like, here I am. Yeah, here and I when am. people looked at me and they're like, put your clothes on, you're like, no. And then I knock him unconscious. By <laughs> With my giant yeah. penis. I just <laughs> swivel my hips and you just hear a thunk. Yeah, no. Um so, yeah, no, I agree with you, though. I do remember everybody being super horny in this movie. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's horny. Like, Penguin We aren't going to s- talk about what's-his-name's penis anymore. <laughs> no. But Penguin just wants to sleep with everybody. Like, all the women he wants to sleep with. Mm. Um, Which is actually hilarious, because Penguin in this movie is flat-out gross. Yes. And, like, they made him very grotesque. And, you know, like I said, my daughter loves Batman. She plays all the Arkham games. Oh, I love the Arkham she games. Reads, she's read, like, a lot of... Because I'll give her the I good love comics, the Batman so, comics. Uh, she's read Batman's Long Halloween, favorite. everything like that. Yeah, Batman is my favorite superhero. Yeah. So, um, Penguin in this is not like... Because, like, Penguin is just a, like, working man. He's, like, a, you know, club owner or, like, some sort of business guy. And he's not really a <sighs> villain. No. He's, he's just not. he's just kind of theirs, but in this one he's a gro- because again it's Tim Burton and he loves the grotesque, the oddballs, the weirdos. You know, think of all the movies he's made: Edward Scissorhands, Ed Wood, Beetlejuice, Pee Wee. You know, all yeah. these they're always the grotesque. So like in this, oh god, really? You talk about Pee Wee and we just talked about penises? Yeah, Man. yeah, yeah. You know, that wasn't planned again, but we got well, there. If, and Pee Wee's actually if, in this movie. Oh, I know he is. He's uh, Cobblepot's yeah. dad. Yep, yeah. Cobblepot. Um, but yeah, so he's grotesque in this, and oh, he wears oh. this onesie throughout the whole movie. He really does. It's that's ugly. like just got stuff all over it. And he's eating fish, and he's just gross. And there's a part where he bites a dude's nose off. Yeah, I remember that. That's, that was disgusting. Yeah, and then there's Catwoman who um, is just in leather and a whip. And like licks people, and yeah. you know, yeah, there's a does. lot of double entendres. You know, she could, she could lick me. Yeah, but like I remember really liking Michelle Pfeiffer in this, and I really liked Catwoman. I don't understand the origin of Catwoman in this movie. Do you remember it? 
In this movie? Yeah. No. Okay, so like, there's a different origins for Catwoman, but she's just a cat burglar. Usually she was... Usually she's just a cat burglar who kind of has... She's on the wrong side of yeah. the track. She doesn't have money. This is, you know, she lives she's in a bad a, part of town. She's not a bad guy. She's not a good guy. Uh, she treads that line in between. But this one, she's a secretary for yes. um, Max I Shrek. do remember that now. Yeah. Um, played by Christopher Walken. Christopher she Walken. finds out that he's stealing energy, and so... Um, she gets thrown out of probably 25 to 30 story window, plummets all the way down to the ground. Oh, wait a minute. Is this the and cat then, resurrection? Yeah, and then cats come. And resurrect her, basically. And lick her. Yeah. And then she's alive and has nine lives. Yeah. No, this is the strangest. <laughs> so, as I said, I am a huge Batman fan. I've read lots of Batman. This is the strangest Catwoman origin story. Yeah, and as... My daughter said, she's like, they don't need to make it that much like the animal. She's a cat burglar. She's not a cat. Penguin's not actually a penguin. He's well, they sure made him ugly. look like one. Yeah, he's just ugly. You know, actually, they're kind of dicks to penguin. They <laughs> really kind of are. He's just, he's just a fat guy with, like, a long nose. Or like, he's the penguin. Yeah. Um, which... I'm kind of on the penguin side now. It depends on which penguin. Yeah. Like, the penguin from the show Gotham, I'm definitely on his side. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah. But, so, yeah, it was the weirdest resurrection. So, they never explain why cats have this power and why... My cat licks me all the time. Yeah, I, they don't do that to me. I, nothing has happened to me. But yeah. I haven't fallen off a roof yet. Yeah, I, I've never tried the Dying Lives, but I'm sure it's not going to work. But I could try. You know, okay, not everything's going to be like the comics. I'm not going to be one of those. Well, and, you know, page 17 of... Oh, God, no. You don't want to be Star Trek guy. Yeah, but at least give me some sort of in-universe reason why the fuck you're doing this? They don't. They push her out of a wall, a window. I mean, they show she has a cat. But you have a cat. I have a cat. Does that make me Catman? You know, why God. did oh. why did the cats come and I don't want her? To, I don't really want to see you in spandex. Bring, yeah, me either. And bring her back to life. So that's never talked about again. It's just, yeah, no, she's a cat now. So, I mean, I'm wondering, are they, are they kind of going... A Spider-Man style direction? Yeah, exactly. Because Spider-Man makes sense. He gets bit by a radioactive spider. But it's a radioactive spider! But these are just cats. These are just cats. They didn't... They're not... Oh, God. Oh, God. Are they singing cats? No, they're just cats. They're not singing. They could be from the... Movie? Oh, yeah. God. Or the stage play? Nope, not those. They're just... They're just cats that licked her and they bring her back. I mean, like... And there's might, a lot of them, if I'm right. There's yeah, not, like, two or three. There's, like, a yeah. swarm of cats that yes. comes out. Yeah. And, like, it would have even made sense... I mean, it would have been cheesy and bad writing, but just been, like, you know, the toxic dump that went into the milk factory or something. I mean, they could have at least... They could have even gone Ninja Turtles route. Yeah. These cats got mutated somehow. Yeah, exactly. And, no, but they're no, just, they're just alley cats. Yeah. And then they're, like... And then, like, you know, it's, like... But how is, in like the movie, it's just like, shh, Catwoman. But you didn't, shh. Catwoman. She's Catwoman. Look, she's got a whip now. You're like, so, okay. So then, you know. So, now, prior to the cats, mm -hmm. if I remember right, she wasn't anything but a secretary. She didn't yeah. have gymnastics training. Nope. She wasn't. She didn't, do, she didn't know how to use a whip until the cats lick her. Yeah, the cats lick her, and she's also really good at making a costume. Yeah, really Because she comes into her apartment and, like, breaks everything. Yeah. And um, makes her leather outfit, and then, you know, um, she's Catwoman. So then she's stealing things. Yeah. Don't know why she ever steals anything. You know, she doesn't really have an idea. She's um, a cat burglar at that point. Yeah. 
And then she wants to get rid of Batman, so she works with the Penguin. Penguin wants to have sex with her. Um, Batman wants to have sex with her. She wants to have sex with Batman. You know, she touches his ribs a lot and kind of goes underneath. Um, you know, there's all that. But there's their part where, you know, they think they frame Batman because they um, bludgeon a woman that was going to turn on the, uh, the Christmas lights and then throw her off a building with Batman there. So, you know, he's framed, and they're like, hey, we did it. He's like, yeah, let's do it now. And she's like, no, you are hideous. So <laughs> I want to do him. Yeah. She's, he stabs her with one of his um, umbrellas, and it goes in the air, and then she, like, drops, you know, another three stories, and that's one of her lives. Because she has life. nine lives. She, she literally has nine lives. Yeah, she dies yeah. eight times in this, because Batman pushes her off a um, <laughs> ledge once. After yeah. he, she, like, scratches him. I thought it was a little bit of an escalation. She, like, stabs him with a nail. And <laughs> he's he, like, like, die, bitch. He, like, Sparta kicks her <laughs> off the fucking roof. Yeah. And she, like, falls in the kitty litter. And she's this like, okay. This is Gotham. Yeah, so there, there's her second life. And then Penguin kills her. And then, like, at the end, Christopher Walken's still around. And she, he shoots her, like, he five her, times. Yeah. And then she um, kisses him and then electrocutes him. But again, like, it's supposed to be a kitty thing. And there's a part where, like... He's looking, because um, Penguin dies, because, oh, I didn't tell, so his plot, you know, you gotta remember the plots of everything, you know. <laughs> but not. E but, I mean, like, they're evil plots. Yeah, so, well, like, okay. a lot of evil plots is I want to make millions, I'm going to hold Gotham ransom for this or that. <laughs> Penguin's plan is dark, because he was thrown away as a kid, yes. because he was disgusting. So he's going to take every firstborn... And lead them into the toxic sludge and watch them drown. I yeah, I remember that now that you say it. That's... He's going to drown babies. Honestly, honestly, of all of the Batmans, even going all the way up through Nolan's, uh -huh. that's one of the darkest villain plots. Because yeah. Bane was going to kill everybody in Gotham. Oh, Bane was just going to kill people. That's but, I mean, that was, with, that was with a nuclear bomb. Penguin is going to march small children and babies <laughs> into to toxic sludge. Their death. Yeah. And so, like, you know, it comes out and Batman blows the ever loving shit out of him. Right. And then, like, he dies. But again, Tim Burton is always so, a person for the freak. So they give him this, like, sad send off when it's like the penguins push him in the water and it's sad and everybody's watching the ping. I'm like, the dude just tried to burn and, you know, drown babies. Now, you made a comment to me that was interesting about all this. Uh, you said that your daughter had told you they didn't need Arkham during these movies. Because, because Batman kills everyone. Because yeah. Batman just flat kills all the villains. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, because I don't think, thinking back, I thought about that comment. I don't think they mention Arkham in these movies. Until the third one. In Batman Forever because he doesn't actually kill the Riddler. Oh, that's no, he the doesn't. That's Jim Carrey doesn't, doesn't die. Doesn't Jim Carrey can't die. Yeah. But, you know, this is after Tim Burton left, so. Yeah. Of course, sure. you know, but yeah, I mean, like, he doesn't kill Catwoman, but she goes off. But she's not really a villain, and yeah. she is, but, but she's yeah, not. But yeah, he kills Joker. Oh, yeah. He kills all of the circus gang, I'm pretty sure. He uh, killed like Freeze, he, too, didn't he? In no, Batman and Robin? No, he's still alive because he has to help... Um, oh, you're right. Alfred. You're right, he has to help... You're yeah. right. But, um, so, yeah, he kills Penguin. You know, Penguin goes off. Max Shrek is dead. But, like, he's looking for Catwoman. And they pull the thing back. In a good five seconds of Christopher Walken's charred body screaming in shock no! and horror is straight in the middle of the shot. I'm like, yep, this is a kid's movie. So yeah. what 
it like you know everybody's like where would you want to be in the world oh i'd love to have been at the last supper or, oh i would have loved to have been in the you know gladiator games and see this i want to be at warner brothers exec office the While first Bert time was explaining this no the first time the lights come up after they see like his cut they're like okay um tim loved it reshoot the whole movie we got some notes <laughs> It takes up a script. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got some notes. Yeah, we like the cute little penguins blowing up everything. That was really funny. We like the circus gang. Do we need penguin biting the guy's nose off and blood squirting everywhere? Do we need Max Shrek's charred body yeah. screaming? Can, can we just kind of show her kissing him and see zapping? Do we need to then close up on the charred corpse of <laughs> Christopher Walken? Um, you know. Do we need all of the sex in this movie? Because, I mean, like... There's if, a lot of it. If you remember, they had, like... It was so big, they had, like, Happy Meal toys and... Oh, yeah. Post-cereal stuff. And well, there was and toys and, you know, the we, TV show was going on at the time. We have talked about this in the past on, on previous episodes. About how... Remember we talked about recognizable symbols mm -hmm. from that time. Yeah. And we talked about how Jurassic Park had that recognizable... Everybody knew... You everybody knew this logo. You knew the logo. Yeah. Batman was the same way. Yeah. And when Batman 89 came out and through this franchise, mm -hmm. all you had to see was the yellow background yeah. with the bat black. on it. Yeah, the black. Yeah, that's all you yeah. needed. So, you know, but like Warner Brothers, before they saw anything, had all these deals and it was going to be this big blitz and this is their big movie of two, uh, 1992. And this is what they got, but Tim Burton was such a big name, they couldn't do anything. So they're like, um, okay, so... I guess we'll pick, take that to the cutting room and uh, we'll edit is, that and put it this together. Is, this is what we got. So, I mean, like, that's the movie that came out. And it was supposed to be a kid, because, like, at this time, there wasn't Deadpools. There wasn't no. Logans. No. It was like these movies were made for families. Comic book movies aren't weren't what they are today. Yeah. They, they weren't. And, like... This was just, I mean, the weirdest thing because you could see that Tim Burton's like, okay, I'll make it kitty, but he was—he's still Tim Burton. He was incapable of making this at that time. Now he's made crap like Dumbo and Alice in Wonderland, but he's kind of phony. Even now. those are weird. They're weird, but they're, they're not. Still, they're still family friendly. Yeah, they're they're much more family friendly. I mean, this was not family friendly. I mean, no, I let my kids see anything because I'm not one yeah, of those I do like. Too. I'm gonna be like, okay, this is what's in here, but you know. If you're one of those people, it's like, okay, you know, I remember the Christopher Reeve Supermans, or I remember the, 60, Batman. No, the 66 Batman. Okay, this will be fun, and there's yeah, this disfigurement and killing. and This Batman is not, no, 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 it's not. So, but getting to that, so, like, I was just going to watch Batman Returns, but I'm a weird completionist. I'm sorry. So, that night, I decided to watch Batman Forever, and they got rid of Burton because he had a miserable time shooting this. You know, the execs were always fighting. The movie came out, didn't do nearly as well. I mean, it was still a huge hit. It was still a big movie, but it didn't do as well critically, commercially, with fans or anything like that. So Burton decides to leave. He just produces the next one. They bring in Joel Schumacher, and his whole job was make it family-friendly, sell toys. Oh, God. And he does. He does, but the movie was crap. Yeah, but Batman Forever, it's the one with... Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face, Two -Face. 
uh, Jim Carrey as Riddler. Riddler, Nicole Kidman as even more of a horny character than uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Which I don't know how that was popular, how how that was possible. Yeah, but she is. I mean, she literally turns on the bat signal at one point to get a booty call. Because she's like... I remember that. She's standing up by it with a bat signal on. She's like, hey, baby. And she's like in the 90? Yeah. And then like... God, Batman shows her. He's like... Mm. And Commissioner <laughs> Gordon is so fucking terrible in these movies. <laughs> he really is. Like, I don't he know. doesn't hold a candle to the Gordon we have in Nolan's Batman. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's just because he's not Gary Oldman or like even J.K. Simmons or the one from the cartoon, but he's just... Honestly, he's forgettable. He's forgettable and like... He's an idiot and not scared, not like intimidating at all. No, but like he comes I, in God honest truth, like in a house coat. He's mm-hmm. like, who turned this on? And, Get off my wall! Yeah, and so, <laughs> but she's there. But like this movie is much more kitty. But this is the movie where you know they are so over the top. They're over the top again. And again, I love backstage kind of stuff. Um, Tommy Lee Jones hated Jim Carrey. Like, yeah. Literally hated him. He's like, he's, you know, corny, he does all this. It's like, buddy, did you see your performance in this? Oh, you Tommy are... Lee Jones went, he went full Jim Carrey in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I think he was more of a him than Jim Carrey was in this. He's like, blah, 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 like shooting thing. guns. See, what got me was like, the Riddler is supposed to, Jim Carrey actually was a good Riddler because that's kind of who that character is. Yeah. Two-Face isn't Yosemite Sam. <laughs> he is in this. And like, it's god-awful makeup. Oh, yes. It's I remember that. god-awful. Again, maybe it's because I'm spoiled now with the, you know, Two-Face that um, they had with, like, it was a very cool thing. But, like, it's purple, and it just looks like... It looks horrible. It looks like Tommy Lee Jones is like, in my contract, you got 20 minutes to put on this makeup. So they got a thing from the fair that you'd, like, put on the side of your face and just put it on. Here, we're going to spray paint you real quick. Yeah, and that's what it looks like, and it's just awful to look at. And he's, like running around like, Raha, it's, it's, uh, dot, one, two, three, curtains, it's curtains for you, Batman! Yeah, and I remember, I, I seem to remember him, like, always on his toes, like, kind of dancing. Yeah, and, you know, like, it, now, my daughter, my younger daughter was gone for Batman Returns, because she was gone, but when we watched so Batman she, watched Forever, Batman she Forever. was there. And, like, the one thing she knows, because she's not as big into Batman, she's much more into Superman, Flash, she loves Legends of Tomorrow, um, but she knows the thing with the coin. He the just flick. cheats it in this one because, like, oh, yeah. he's like, um, "Let's see if you live." And it's like he gets a good one. He's like, "You live," but I'm gonna kill you a different way. She's like, <laughs> yeah. "That's not the way his coin that's works." That's not the way Two Face works. Like, this is your problem with this movie. Of all the things in this movie, that's wrong. But that's what bugged her. She's like, "He's cheating the coin." Well, yeah. And, but I mean, like, it is this really interesting psychological idea that. He's two minds, and the only thing that can tell him what to do is what this coin does. But he's in this one. He's like, I'm just saying, I can't listen to yeah, It's like, okay, strange. you're not two minds. You're just crazy. And that's what this Two-Face is. He's just bug nuts insane. He is. There wasn't any... There was like one second right before um, Batman kills him where he's like... Because um, like Bruce is like, don't you have to do your coin? And Tyler Jones is like, thank you, Bruce. You're always a true friend. And he, like, flips a coin and then Batman throws and then Batman seven, kills him. Yeah. 70 other coins. He's like, no, thunk! <laughs> and he falls into, I'm not making this up, I'm pretty sure the Mortal Kombat pit, you know, or like... Oh, that one. Where, yeah. like, they're all spikes. Yeah. That's where Tommy Lee Jones... That's where Two-Face dies? Yeah. And, like, so, like, the other thing in this movie is it's the Riddler. So he has all these riddles, mm-hmm. which 
if like that would be my nemesis because I hate riddles and I just would have been like they would have been like your daughter and wife has been kidnapped you have to figure out this riddle or they're I'd be like well they're dead I'm like oh man sucks for them all right I'm gonna go play some PS4 <laughs> yeah you sit there and you're you sit there they, they they give you the first riddle and you're like they're like you have 24 hours you're like I, yeah. you, just, you just answer back not going to take 24 hours kill them now yeah. can't figure this out but um what uh, Riddler's thing is is he um. Again, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's something where you put it on your head and it makes it to 3D TV and then he gets all their brain power. Right. So. It's the weird thing. Yeah. yeah. And like this thing, it's like, it's like green and it spins and yep. it's like this big turbine spinning thing. So they have to um, figure out these riddles and figure out Edward Nigma, and then figure out that where he is. I'm like, how about you go to the fucking 75 foot spinning thing that looks exactly like this thing don't answer the riddles just go right there it's right it's there. in the middle of the harbor it's spinning it has fucking green lights shooting out of it all night with the yeah. giant riddle you know but, a question mark but batman is that smart yeah batman's supposed to be the greatest detective he's like uh mr e enigma edward enigma he's the riddler it's like Go to the fucking giant so thing! We, we, spent, we spent half the movie trying to figure this out when really he could have just opened his eyes, looked over there, and been like, oh, there he is. Yeah, there's the giant spinning green light flashing, <laughs> you know, secret lair. The only thing they didn't thought, have was a flashing neon sign that said secret lair. I thought that was just a rave. But that actually goes back to the thing that I forgot in the second one. So at the beginning... Um, Bruce gets kind of lazy, so he doesn't want to look outside to see the bat signal. So on his house, he puts <laughs> ring <this> doorbell. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what we are. We're that lazy. Yeah, but he puts his mirror that goes to this other mirror that goes to this other mirror right into um, Bruce's like study that so shows the um, bat signal. Well, like, doesn't someone notice that the bat signal's shooting right into Bruce I mean, Wayne's house? Come on now. We are we are this lazy, and this is God's honest truth. I was in my living room, and something I was I was waiting for something, and something happened outside, and I was like, "What the hell's going on outside?" You got on your so phone. I got on, looking out. I could have looked out the living room windows. Uh-huh. I opened my phone, opened the ring doorbell, and was like, "I'll be damned!" They're working on across the street. <laughs> yeah, I could have looked up, but no, I'm a lazy motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But you think someone would be like, "Why does Bruce Wayne need the bat signal going right into his?" Oh, no, he's just curious. He's He funds Batman. And then in the third one, there's a part where um, Bruce is at work and he needs to become Batman. So he hits this button and his work, and a um, his, like, sh- chair shoots down in this tunnel. Yes. And this tunnel has, like, this, like, it's pretty much what they give you in the bank, but, like, human size. Right. And he shoots underneath all of Gotham City right to the um, Batcave. Right Bat so the question I had at this time was... Who made this? My question when I watched it was, what happens if somebody stumbles upon this? As they're digging a digging a subway or something. Yeah. They're like, but, hey, where does that tunnel go? But, I mean, this is multi-billion dollar thing. It's like right. a giant... Two, like, that's what Musk is trying to do in Chicago to O'Hare. Oh, yeah. But only Alfred and Bruce know it. So, are you telling me, like, 60-year-old man? Alfred, is, like, he's out there with a chisel. <laughs> just going through all the rocks. Yeah. He's digging... And, I mean, like... It's probably a good five miles Alfred, of tunnels. Sixty-year-old Alfred's out there looking, and we dig, 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 dig. He's like seven dwarfing it just himself. Yeah. So how long is this going to take? You know, even if they had 
like crews working nonstop. Well, I mean, so you also have to think about this. Clearly, they didn't use dynamite of any sort. Yeah. To blow this at all, so they literally had to by hand dig this thing out. Uh-huh. And then they had to go up into his office. Yeah. The secretary, though, just one day accidentally hits, like, because I'm pretty sure it was, like, his space bar. Yeah. She, like, puts down something, and all of a sudden she's like, (laughs) why does Bruce Wayne's office go to the back, (laughs) the back cave? That's weird. That's strange. What's happening here? But this is also the movie where um, Robin shows up. (sighs) And the question I have is... No. Um, they talk, they mention many times that they want him to go to college. It's like, you're a college student. Yeah. Why is he living with Bruce Wayne? He just kind of shows up at Bruce Wayne's house. No, he, Bruce Wayne adopts him. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have, like, a true backstory, per se, in this. No, I mean, like, it's the whole backstory, but they're like, Bruce Wayne decides to take you in. And he's like, the only reason I'm here is social services is on yeah. my back. I'm like... You're 19 or 20. Yeah. Social services wouldn't care. They don't they'd give say, two shits about you at this point. They'd say, sucks for you. Good luck, my friend. You're an adult. Have fun. Yeah, so. Drink like the rest of us are. So I don't know if it was like one of those things where like, we don't want to make Robin too young because that's kind of weird. And creepy. Yeah, but it's weirder this way that he's like, I'll adopt you. And Robin's like, I'm like 25. I live on my own already. I'm going to adopt you. Okay. <laughs> You're a billionaire. Okay. But yeah, so. Do um, I get? Am I like? Uh, am I like? Part am I? Am I going to be in your inheritance now? Yeah, but so this movie is just, and like what I said earlier before we started this was Batman Forever was the hardest one to watch because it's just there. It's not good. It's not bad, but it's not horrible. Batman and Robin is yeah. So it was just there. So it was really long and just kind of bad. And Jim Carrey didn't age well in this movie because it's just like. Right. It's a little too much, and Tommy Lee Jones is way too much. And then, you know, the next day, I'm like, I gotta finish it. So, so we watched go Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. Which and, I'm sorry to hear about. And again, I watched it with my kids. And the first line, so now Robin is a character. Um, and like the Played first, by um, Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell, yeah. yep. Now we have George Clooney, who just looks pained George this whole movie. George Clooney, in my opinion, was a horrible, and I thought at the time, was a horrible choice for Batman. Yeah. He's not a, you know, I don't know if it was because I watched the other two. He didn't make a bad Bruce Wayne, though. Like Bruce no, Wayne, yes. Batman, no. Batman is terrible. But this is the one with, it's god-awful. But, but here's why he makes a good Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's kind of charming and yeah. suave. And, I mean, if, if anybody in this world is charming and suave, it's George Clooney. Yeah, like, Michael Keaton was a horrible Bruce Wayne. But, but he's a great Batman. Batman. Yeah. yeah, because he was just always, but again, this is Tim Burton, because he's also always just weird. Yeah. Even as Bruce Wayne. You know, he here's a good Bruce Wayne, but the first movie, this is the way it starts out. Um, you know, they're getting ready to go, and Robin's like, why do you get the car? I want the car. Chicks dig the car. And Batman looks at him and goes, this is why Superman works alone. Yeah. First line of the movie. Right then, you know what you're in for. Yep. We're in for it. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the car a minute. Because you and I had this conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So- the Batmobile is... Honestly, it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite things. I love the look and the aesthetic of the Batmobile, and I love the way it, it looks and moves and handles. But it doesn't fit this stealthy, secretive persona because everybody's driving down the street like, "Hey, look at that!" Yeah, because <laughs> you know Batman's supposed to be this guy that works in the shadows, and right, you're not even supposed to know. Well, the first two by Batman Forever, he's showing up at like. 
charity oh, just, auctions. Yeah, he's just like a, a, a birthday clown. Yeah, he you really can is. hire Batman to yeah, come he by. just shows up. But like the first two, like in Batman eighty nine, this he's not real. He's just a figment of the imagination. No one believed he was real. Think think a la Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So um, he's not like no one's supposed to know he's there. So he's stealthy. I am the knight. So he's going to get into a car shaped like a penis with an afterburner and go through town. Yeah. It's not stealthy. And like the time that really made me laugh was in Batman Returns. He was on a stealth mission and he was trying to see what um, and he's driving the Oswald Kalpot's doing. And it's supposed to be quiet. And he's like driving down the town <laughs> in a fucking Batmobile, fire shooting out the back. He's like, I'm going to do this stealthy. <laughs> looking, beep, beep. looking in the window. <laughs> Nobody's noticing this. Nobody noticed. Uh, so that, that begs the question, is the Batmobile stealth? I don't know. but That's um, awesome. Now, but my I, favorite Batmobile, by the way, is animated series Batmobile. Yeah. Tell me that car is not just that pure sex. All, I, I think my favorite one is the Burton ones. Really? Yeah. The Burton ones and then that. And then I like the original 66. Yeah, that's good too. But I mean, that one in the animated series is well, just like, yeah. it's just pure sex appeal. Yeah. But speaking of sex appeal, so now we're into the Joel Schumacher and... um. Well, let's not talk about Joel Schumacher and sex appeal. Yeah, but, you know, we're getting a little bit into the homoeroticism. A lot into just the homoeroticism. Um, there's a lot of shots of bat crotches, and everybody's got a cod piece by Batman and Robin. Yes, they do. And the um, Batmobile has turned from, like, a sports car to literally a dildo with a wing on it. Like yeah, a fin. the fin on the back. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, like, the beginning looks like it's going to bulldoze into something. So, yeah, <laughs> it um, is going to bulldoze into yeah. something. So that's the way this movie starts. And then this is the movie. He, he turns it on and revs it and it vibrates the whole car. It moves. I know. That's the what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, my God. But this is the movie with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I think I read he had over 30 ice puns in this movie. Really? Mm-hmm. I guess that's not surprising. Over 30. The Iceman cometh. Uh, this is... Like, some of them didn't even make sense. He's like, this is the chilling of your doom. It's like, what? Yeah, well, no. Most... By this time in Arnold's career, most of his puns yeah. don't make sense. But also, like, he... The um, Mr. Freeze suit was like 75 pounds. So he Only Arnold could do it. So he couldn't move that fast. So, he, like, these... Scenes are just him lumbering about, and like he punches this guy. The guy flies, but he punches at him like one mile an hour because like, he can't move his uh, hand. Um, and like, yeah, there's all this stuff. And this is the movie where everything just becomes just, I mean, not off the wall, off the wall, so unrealistic. Everything in red, green, lights everywhere. The whole super town, super colorful. The whole town, I'm colorblind, is, it's super colorful. Yeah, the whole town is. On top of statues now, and like the um, things are like hundreds of feet in the air. Yep. Um, but it's just like so kitty, and you can just tell like all we care about is making toys. We don't care about the story. And Bane at this time. Now I remember this movie came out when I was sixteen, and Bane was the coolest villain at that time. This was right after Nightfall when he broke the back. Bane was the smartest villain that Batman had, the toughest, the only one that beats him. So in this one, they give. John Glover a small role, and he makes Bane this guy that goes, Bane, crush. Yeah, he was an idiot. Yeah, and he's just Uma Thurman's lackey throughout yeah. the whole thing. <coughs> Uma Thurman plays um, Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy, yeah. And again, she's just like, I'm in a comic book movie, so I'm going to ham it up so bad. And halfway through the movie, she starts doing a Catherine Hepburn impression. Yeah. She's like, Batman, darling. I'm like, why is she being... Why did this Hepburn? just change? Yeah. Here's, here's the interesting thing. This, you mentioned 
the comic book being a hammy movie. That's what it was back then. Yeah, like I said. Comic books now, I mean, you look at all the Avengers. Yeah, most of them take it seriously. There's still some that don't get it. And like well, they do bad, like, but even 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 you look at what I consider to be kind of the the corniest of the most recent ones, mm-hmm. which was to me in a lot of ways Thor Ragnarok. It's still my favorite one. But Thor Ragnarok is fun. Like I'm talking about, there's still ones that don't take it seriously. Oh like, yeah, just no. like this is something comic book. I'm not this, try. Yeah, this is beneath me. Yeah, but you know, a lot of them now take it seriously. Like if you know, because it's not and, and so and like I always get annoyed with this because so many people are like. There's no ideas anymore. Everything's just, you know, based on comic books. Gone with the Wind was one of the biggest movies ever. Based on a book. Uh, not anymore. Well, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> but, like, you know, it was based on a book. Yeah. Um, Stolly 17, play. You know, Witness for the Prosecution, play. West Side Story, musical. Mayor, My Fair Lady, musical. Sound of Music, you know, all of these things. They're We've based on something. have always adapted them. And you always, like, Ten Commandments, Bible, Ben-Hur, book. You know, they're yeah. all based on something. So it's no different. The only difference is now they're respecting it and make, trying to make the characters something in the real world instead of, oh, this guy dresses as, you know, a bat. It's, he's he's got a cape. Yeah. You know, and like Batman Begins, he's like, I'm a bat because they scare, scare me. I want the villains to, to be, fear me. To fear me. To be afraid of what I'm afraid of. Right. You know, that makes, you know, it's still silly. You know, if you but, ever saw a person in this, you'd be like, what the hell's going on? But, I don't know. I want to wear a cape. But, you know, it's more realistic. And it's, like, just grounded in this world. And this one, the worst part, and, like, my daughter was on the ground laughing so hard when Poison Ivy first shows up and um, she blows all of her pheromones oh, and yeah. everybody. yeah. And Batman and Robin are trying to buy her, I guess? That didn't age well. Uh, neither the part with the No, jungle. a lot of this didn't age yeah. well. But, you know, she blows her pheromones and, like, they're like, one million, two million, five million. How are you going to pay for this? Batman literally takes out a credit card and says, does Batman don't have... leave the cave without it. Right. So does that credit card say Batman? Yes. Or does it say... It, it says Batman, and then it says expiration date, and it says forever. Who gave Batman a credit card? With like, yeah, does it have a I limit? Said. I guess it does. That's what I said. But you have to have some sort of social security number. Do they just like... You're good for a Batman. And did he come in his suit to the bank? He'd have to have. Okay, I I need this now. Batman sitting at some banker's desk filling out an application for a credit card. Because, remember, this is is before the internet's really huge. Yeah, so So he's he's at the bank. Does he Uh, fill out Excuse me, do I... uh... What's my address if I don't actually have one? Can I put down just Batcave? Batcave, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Batcave. Another thing, they don't change their voices in this. No, they don't. And um, so, yeah, like... And she was laughing so hard. She's like, "I can't believe they put this in the movie. Who yeah. thought this was good?" And like, this but is it also ties the, into the advertising time. Yeah, Mastercard. Don't leave home without it. Yeah, and well, this is also the movie where no, that was in Batman Forever, where he's like, "Can I get you a sandwich?" She's like, "No, I'll go through drive-through." Yeah, you know, it was a McDonald's thing. Yeah, but, you know, this is the movie though where they have the skates in their shoes so they can yep. go against it, and they play hockey, and then they're thirty thousand feet in the air. And they get out, and what they do is they get on a door, and they're surfing, and then they hit the side of a roof, and they're fine, even though they fell 30,000 feet. But that's fine. Yeah. I often fall 30,000 feet. And then just and I'm fine. slide. Like, I'm on a surfboard, so I'm good. Yeah, but, no. Yeah, that's exactly. As long as I can get my skates out or my surfboard mm-hmm. out before I hit the ground, I'm fine. Yeah, but the thing that was so amazing with Batman 
and Robin was uh, at the time I think it was like the third or fourth biggest budgeted film. Like it was behind Titanic yeah. and True Lies, but it was like it was the budget it, was huge. The budget was huge. So okay, I understand that the acting was bad because everybody's hamming it up. Yes, Joel Schumacher. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. I don't think he knew what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, like maybe he um, might have been doing acid. The editing was terrible. The costumes are bad, but there's so much money behind it. How can you not make a interesting, enjoyable, a watchable well, action film? Where did action the, scene? Where did the movie? Where did the money go? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger made twenty five million. Well, there it went. He was he got paid a million dollars a day for this movie. Jesus Christ. Yep. But um, like I can understand like all this, but at least make an enjoyable action scene. How can you they don't, not don't. have one scene that is literally enjoyable and exciting? They they tried even even the fight scenes. If I remember correctly, they they tried to ham up the fight scenes. Yeah, so like, they weren't even realistic at but, all. I mean, like, and the other problem was they had so much weight on because like the bat suits are like 50 pounds and mr freeze is 75 so none of them can move right and you know there's not one enjoyable action scene now still to this day sometimes my least favorite parts of the um marvel films is when they're fighting the giant sky beam yeah but that's but i mean like they're still like it's still enjoyable yeah and, and a good example of that is i love winter soldier yes winter soldier is great the scene where they're fighting in the middle of the freeway. Was, oh no, that's a good. Yeah, was awesome. But at the end, when the special effects become yeah, too much and they're battling on the ship, it's just too much. Yeah. But I mean, like at least you were like, "This is where the money went." I can see what was going on. It is done well. It's just you not, can feel the climax of the movie. Yeah. In this movie, they have like motorcycle chases, and they have scenes where they're on ice, and they have. How scenes, can you fuck up a motorcycle chase? They do, but they do. Everything in this movie is inert, sluggish, like they're all in quicksand, and nothing is exciting. And, like, you know, it's still watchable because it's god-awful. I mean... Oh, it's horrible. It's... I mean, it's just... In terms of in terms of actual quality, it's one of the worst Batmans. Oh, I mean, it's the worst Batman. Yeah. I mean, there, there's nothing close to it. I mean, Batman 66 was more enjoyable than this. Ooh, that's a fun movie, though. Yeah. But I mean, like every. But this one is still more watchable than Batman Forever because you're watching it. You're like, how? What's going on here? But no, literally, all I'm thinking is like, how did this get made? Why didn't they ever go? Okay, let's Somebody, push. This, let's push this back a little bit. Let's work on the editing. Some studio exec. Well, I'm wondering, were they trying to? Because I, I don't remember the times exactly. Were they trying to start to strike while the iron was hot? And they yeah. had to get it out quick. Because Batman Forever was a huge success. I mean, it was the biggest movie of... So they were just quick turnaround, let's yeah, get this so out. Yeah, so this was two years later. They needed it in the summer. Batman movies, like I said, Batman movies come out the 20th, the 21st, the 20th, the 18th, you know, all around. Right between, June. between June 16th and 22nd, I think all four of them came out. So, like, this is our time. We want it now. But, I mean, they had to see it and be like... They must. They should have waited a year. If you wait a year, yeah. focus on post-production, reshoot some scenes. Yeah, just be like, okay, let's do something where we don't show Arnold Schwarzenegger literally lumbering up the steps. Um, let's do something where when um, there's a part where Poison Ivy comes in her gorilla suit and she's like doing this. Oh, yeah, teams. I remember that. And it's, it's literally a minute and a half too long. It's not sexy at all because... It's a gorilla suit. Well, and Joe Schumacher couldn't really sexy up the women. No, not really. No. Um, and, you know, 
Elle McPherson's in it as Bruce Wayne's girlfriend, who has no point in the movie. Just cut her out. You know, by the add, way, add more the time, to Alicia Silverstone. At the time, you put Elle McPherson in something, and remember, her nickname back then was The Body. Yeah. I mean, and they she, didn't do much with it. Now, again, George Monk couldn't really. Yeah. But, but she was hot, but, I mean, she had no purpose. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's so, like, even if you're like, this movie sucks, you know, there's nothing we can do about the acting, the directing, but we can fix the special effects. We can fix the editing. We can fix the action scenes in pose, because I told the girls, I'm like, this movie wasn't that long ago. We after we had know, the technology to do that. We had the technology. This is five years after Jurassic Park. This is yeah. the same time as Titanic. Yes. This is, you know. But you know what? If you look at it, you would think that this movie came out before those. Yeah. Oh, you would have thought this movie came out in, like, the early 80s. Yeah. Because, I mean, it just looks bad. So that's what, like, was so amazing is, like, I can watch this because it's 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 into that it's so bad it's actually enjoyable because you're like I can't believe oh, they yeah, got no. we watched plenty of those movies for this oh, podcast yeah. even yeah rest in peace uh, Kurt Thomas from Jim oh, Cotta yeah yeah that made I me sad he, he died I did but see that. yeah I mean like also Bilbo yeah that was sad he's in the Grey Havens now. he went on a great adventure but you know with Batman and Robin they had a good cast they had George Clooney they had Uma Thurman Arnold Schwarzenegger can Alicia be really, Silverstone was big at the time yeah. And Schwarzenegger can be good and the right thing. And just yeah. nothing works in this movie. No. no. I mean, this is one of those movies that they should show in, like, film school. Oh, how not to do something. And just be like, what what happened? Okay, so your final in this set, in this class is going to be to watch this movie and break down the mistakes. Yeah. And, like, you can't be like, it's acted bad. Yeah, there's other movies that are acted Oh, yeah, bad. I've seen lots of badly or poorly acted movies that are mm-hmm. still okay. Yeah. Because yeah. the plot, the plot works. Yeah. The dialogue maybe doesn't work because of this, but the action works. Yeah, and like the script sucks. Yeah, so does all the Transformers, but they're still popular. Yeah, people still watch them. Yeah, what? But like, I think in this, it was the post stuff. Yeah, that the editing is just bad. It's inert. It's sluggish. It doesn't move. It's not thrilling, and you shouldn't have a movie that's just. Well, if you look at the previous Batman's that came out before this one, the one thing you can say about them is at least they had a pace to them. Yes. And this one just simply does not have no, it, pace. No, it's, it just lies there like a cold turd, is what this movie does. Yeah. But yeah, so the I The worst watched, kind of turd. Yeah. I watched all of the old Batman movies, and let me tell you, I am so happy for like Blade and X-Men and all those movies that actually showed that doing these things right are good. Mm-hmm. Because... These are... I loved Blade. Yeah, these, except for he still has the worst bad guy of any, oh, of any uh, movie I've seen. Like, any comic book movie. I think Steven Dorff is the worst villain. There's no doubt. And talk about bad effects. But yeah, like... But this movie's great. Wesley Snipes was cool. Oh, yeah. There's actually a funny part that's very uh, topical right now. Like, a great oh, part no. is uh, like when they're, he's like battling a vampire. Who's got blood all over him and he's battling this vampire and they crash into a hospital and like two cops go and shoot Blade and he just gives them a look like, really? <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of topical now. Oh, that's a little too topical right yeah. now. But you know, I'm so happy for that and like I said, the X-Men movie that showed if you do this with respect, was people like them. Do you, th- so a lot of people I don't think realized at the time that Blade was a, a comic style. Yeah. I, they knew X-Men was. Mm-hmm. Do you think X-Men is what changed comic book movies? Most definitely. 
Yeah, you know, I do too. Um, we can't really get into Brian Singer anymore. No, I, I'm sad with that because I used to love Brian Singer. Mm-hmm. You know, his movies. Yeah, not Brian Singer. I got, not not him actually. Yeah, but know. like I loved his movies. Usual Suspects. I even like that pupil. You know, the X Men movies. Yeah. Um, but but I do think you know I I think it's Blade and X Men. But I don't yeah. think a lot of people. Uh, no, I knew mean, like, that Blade was a comic. But Blade was like that first one. I was like, hey, this did decently. Let's do you X-Men. Know, let's do. Let's spend a little bit more money. Let's do X-Men. Let's see how it does. But like the big one was X2. Because X-Men, they're still worried about it. They didn't have that big of no. a budget. They so, didn't. Um, there wasn't much to... If you watch the first X-Men, it's not, it's not really much, that exciting. But you, it, it really ramps up in X2. So X2, they're like, okay, let's do it. And then they were rewarded with it. And then we're off to the races. From but, X2, that I think X2 spawned... Well, X-Men's testing the water. And then X2, that spawns everything from there on out. Yeah. If X2 fails... We don't have... We don't have Marvel movies but, like we have now. Yeah. But the funny thing was, I told my daughter, after we watched Batman and Robin, I'm like, how many years do you think this was before Batman began? She's like, oh, probably like 15 or so. I'm like, eight. Eight. It was only eight years. Yeah, less than a decade. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Batman and Robin, it is from a different generation. I mean, oh, it's, yes. I mean, they're, they're, you can't even compare the two no, movies. No, they're entirely different. It's because, like we just said, prior to Blade and X-Men, you take comic books, take comic book movies... And you make them goofy because comic books are supposed to be goofy, yeah, right? And everybody still remembers Super Friends, right? And the Batman TV show, right? That's kind of goofy. Yeah, that was goofy. But but then you take Blade and X Men and you change that goofiness to a much more serious, dramatic action movie, and people like it, and the actors don't mind doing them, right? And they do well. well. And let's keep in mind that, like, let's look at Blade. Wesley Snipes was not a nobody when he did Blade. Yeah. He was... Yeah, this is after Passenger 57, Demolition Man, White Men Can't Jump, before all of his tax problems. Right, well, yeah. Yeah. At the time, though, Wesley Snipes, when he did Blade, he was a a good-sized actor. He was a big action star. Yeah. He was on the marquee action star that his name could open a movie. Right. So at this point, you've got a big-name action star who's willing to take the chance, Mm -hmm. and he was rewarded for it until... He made some really <laughs> bad, bad tax de- choices. Decide, decisions <laughs> but, with his yeah, taxes, so, but I mean, it's just from a different. And like, you got to remember that this is also the time where these there was the Roger Corman Fantastic Four that never even saw the light of day. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Have you? It, yeah. Should it never have seen the light of day? It's never should should have seen the Good. light of day. I'm glad. Um, there was the Justice League CBS movie. There was. I remember that. Oh, we'll have to watch the preview after. Oh we're boy. Done. If. You guys are listening to this. Put CBS Justice League TV movie, and you'll and just be watch amazed. the preview. And just watch the preview, and okay. then like there'll be clips. Uh, this is also <laughs> the decade where um, David Hasselhoff played Nick Fury. Oh, this is the time where Dolph Lundgren played the Punisher who lived in the sewer. Um, there was a Captain America movie with um, John Updike's grandson, I think. I don't know. Someone, no, maybe not John, uh, The Catcher in the Rye. Who wrote Catcher in the Rye? His grandson. Who plays um, Captain America. Damn it. Now I can't think of the name. Yeah. Um, I was about to say Holden, but that's actually the guy from Catcher in the Rye. Eh, keep talking. I'll look it up real um, quick. But, you know, there was a Captain America movie where Red Skull's in it, but he's Italian for a reason. Uh, you know, I Salinger. watched... Salinger. yeah. J.D. Salinger's grandson plays Captain America. Yep. I saw all these movies because I was a big comic book guy. And, like, and also at this time, they're making good comic book shows. Batman, X-Men. 
Batman the animated series, X Men animated, animated series, series were great. Even Spider Man, which wasn't the best, they still it still was good. They still did well with it. So no, that was the other one. You know, X Two came out, and then Spider Man. Spider Man took over, and, and took then it was there. off to the races, and we had then Batman, Iron Man, the MCU. The DCU. <laughs> Which, yeah, but, but DC's television shows were great. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that's, what all, that's what it all is. But, yeah, just, um, if you have HBO Max, they are on, um, they got a DC section, and the Batman movies are on until the end of this month. So, you know. Sure watching. Go back and just be thankful for how the movies are now. Because people give now. Dark Knight Rises crap. Dark Knight Rises oh. Is on a totally different level than all of these movies. It's be- I think people give Dark Knight Rises <clears throat> crap because we graded on a much different curve. Now. Yeah, you know, if Dark Knight Rises came, if Dark Knight Rises was, was what Batman Returns was, everybody had been like, "Holy shit! Can you believe how awesome that movie was?" Yeah, you know, it just came out after Dark Knight, and nothing was going to get up to that point. And yeah, it could probably have lost twenty minutes. Yeah, it probably could have, but still it's still solid. I mean, like I would. St- you know, I still would put it up, up up there. Oh yeah, Batman Begins. I'm rating uh, like eleven out of ten. Dark Knight. I'm giving a ten out of ten. Dark Knight Rises. I'm still giving an eight out of ten. Yeah, you it's know. still a fantastic movie. Yeah, maybe eight and a half. It's still wonderful. It's like, it's like when you go to Portillo's. You're gonna get good food regardless yeah. of what you're gonna order. Yeah. It's like, well, do I get a chili dog or the Italian beef this time? Yeah. Or you know, like like I always say, it's one of those series that it's like sex. Sex is always good. Is was it the best sex I ever had? No. But you I'm said still, it was. But I'm still, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Let's, let's just pillow talk, baby. Oh, okay. But you know, it might, I might not be like oh, that was the best sex I ever had, but I'm still happy I had sex. You know, <laughs> that's the way Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't as good as Dark Knight, but hell, I'd go. You know, I finished. Make, yeah, make seven more of them. <laughs> I did the movie too. You know, I did too. When baby Pee-wee. starts talking. <laughs> All right, Pee Wee. Um, Speaking of finishing, you adopted the darkness. <laughs> I live it. I live in it. Uh, speaking of finishing a movie, you know what we should do for one of these soon? What's that? Um, we we always talk about. We always kind of beat around the bush about it. But I, when I just mentioned it a minute ago, you know we've never actually talked about the Lord of the Rings. We could do like a three hour episode of we, this. We can do Lord of the Rings. I'm all for. I it. am all for Lord of the Rings one of these days. Let's do that. We sh- and it's going to be a long one. Uh huh. Because we're going to do all three. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit about the Hobbit movies. A little bit, but the Lord of the Rings will definitely be the mm-hmm. the topic because, man, I think I, I if you've listened to this before, we've brought up Lord of the Rings numerous times. Yes, I think you and I could go on for hours yeah. and hours and hours. And it's funny because like Lord of the Rings doesn't have that cachet that the Marvel movies have or Star Wars, has. which is really sad. But I mean, there's not a person that didn't like the Lord of the Rings movies. No. They were huge movies, but... Uh, I mean, like, I don't okay. even think they're as popular now as the Harry Potter movies are. I don't think they are, and, and honestly... And I like them a lot more than the Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. Oh, I love Harry Potter. Again, honestly, we're not talking about J.K. Rowling. No. No, we'll leave that to the side. But, honest to God, if I... If I put all of my fandoms, and you set all of those movies out in front of me... So we're talking Star Trek. Mm-hmm. We're talking Star Wars. MCU. DC shows, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, Harry mm-hmm. Potter. You put all that out in front of me. Probably nine times out of ten, and you say you choose one of these. I'm choosing Lord of the Rings to watch. There's a reason that's the only one that's won an Oscar. 
Like, yeah. the best picture. I mean, that's how good those movies were. And let's be fair, Lord of the Rings could have easily swept all, all three, three years. years. Yeah, should have. But but they were like, listen, you know waiting. you're going to win. Yeah, we're waiting. We're just going to give you it all at once. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so definitely. I'm all for that. Cause yeah, so that gives me an excuse to watch it watch again this week. Extended cut or regular ones. Oh, God. I mean, I don't know. I, I can, oh God, you know I'll watch the extended cuts. Yeah. Um, I don't care. What do you want? What, what do you think? Oh, I, I mean, like, I don't watch anything but the extended okay, cuts. Okay, then let's do the extended yeah. cuts. So I'll be saying stuff and you might be like, so our three hour episode is going to be eight more hours. like eight hours. Yeah. This is going to be, this is going to be hardcore history. Yeah, there you go. 26 hours later, we're, we're done with the Fellowship of the Ring. And it will be funny because I love the movies, but I can never remember like half the people's names. So I'll be like, you know, Baramir's brother, Faramir, I think. And his, oh, I know all their names. His dad that was on Fringe. Wow. Yeah, no, the names are the crazy, dude. The names are definitely interesting in Lord of the Rings. Um, but it is that's definitely I think that's I think that should be our next one. Yeah. So we'll we'll extended cut the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. fellowship and you know to put it into purpose again and fellowship of the ring was only three years after Batman and Robin. I know, right? You know that showed that doing fandom right is okay. So and it's one of those things now that I hate fandom sometimes because now they're so entitled they're like oh i know you can't do that it's like do you remember what it used to be like do you remember what batman and robin was yeah or just batman returns where yeah Catwoman's licked by people it's like if you know i i never understood the people's like because like you know the new rumor out there that is michael b jordan is going to be superman it's like okay. he can't he's black i'm like just make him happy make him a nice guy if michael b jordan plays him as a nice guy i'm fine with it yep if michael b jordan plays superman as superman, superman. should be yeah okay yeah, I don't care. Just the same way as James Bond. Idris Elba wants to be James Bond. He'd okay, be a great. Okay, James Bond. Yeah. Actually, I would love Idris Elba as James Bond. Mm-hmm. I would love it. So, um, Lord of Things. If we're going to do the extended cuts, yes, we really should break that into three separate episodes. Okay, because that's that. the next three episodes: Fellowship, uh-huh. uh, Two Towers, Two Towers, and then Return, Return of the King. King. I'm good with that. Yeah, I am too. So buckle up, Buttercups, because. Yep. And this is something that no one has done in podcasts no, before. No one has ever talked, no about, the talked the about the Lord of the Rings no or ever, the movies. But to be fair, no one's ever talked about it the way we're going to. <laughs> I doubt that's true, too. <laughs> now, I don't think there's been many people that dissected Batman Returns Forever and Batman Robin for an hour. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. We, we did that for about an hour too long. Yeah. Um, Same with Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Too long. Um. So let's let's do that. So so next week let's plan for well next Fellowship week of the Ring. yeah next week we'll do Fellowship of the Ring. Um, then we'll find a way to squeeze in Return of the King because we got the Fourth of July holiday in there the next week. Yeah, or not not Return two of the King. Towers. No, two Towers right. That's to say why is I we're gonna do out of order? No, I was like why is Return of the King like a an Independence Day movie? No, yeah, no, I'm, no, trying, no. I'm like I guess they got their independence from Mordor. I mean, I was really trying to stretch there. No, that, that's a big stretch, man. I was, I was in your corner though. I was trying yeah. to make it work. Push me back in. Uh, yeah, just so like two towers. Just like you sent me that gift the other day of you being sad because yeah. you were my second. I was like, don't worry, yeah. man. I'll get in the shower with you. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you. In mind. Yeah. So today, he yesterday he wrote me. He's like, do you want to do the podcast tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited. I get to see Steve. Love coming <laughs> over here, hanging out with his family. You know, my kids like it. My lo- wife hangs out with his wife. And then he, he didn't need to write this, but then he just wrote a little bit later. 
yeah, my first pl- my uh, plans for playing D and D fell through, so I'm open. I'm like, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're your second choice. Yeah, uh, it'd be like that hot chick over there doesn't want to marry me, so you want to get married? I, mean, I guess <laughs> you're okay. I mean, that chick over there, she kind of. She didn't really like me. Yeah, so, she blew me uh, off, so I guess I'll talk to you. She's with that guy, yeah. and I guess so, I guess it's your turn now. So, podcast people, the only reason that you guys can enjoy this hour and a half of me going on a rant about Tim Burton is because Steve had nothing better to do. That's right, yeah. If D&D hadn't been canceled today, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have talked for an hour and a half about Can we be Batman. bigger nerds? Because... The only reason we're talking about Batman bad movies is because you didn't have a D&D session. (laughs) It's not like you called me up, hey, my threesome with two hot women got canceled, so you want to come over and talk Batman. It was, I couldn't play as my elf. He's a dwarf. Dwarf, sorry. He's a dwarf druid who's kind of stupid. Okay. But he's good at what he does. Yeah, so that's, that's as nerdy as we are, so... Um, just in case you guys thought right after we get, we got done here, oh, we go club hopping. We do. No, that's not us. No, no, no. As a matter of fact, no, let's just leave it at the no. Yeah. Because if you think that, if you think for one second that you're listening to the two coolest dudes, even in the fucking room we're in and we're the only two people in this room, we're still fourth and fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I like... I got a I got a I got a slave one ship up here, Lego Slave One. I've got an ATAT or an ATST over here, and I got a Firefly picture behind us. Those are all cooler than we are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and my Indiana Jones hat. Damn, we're like falling quick. We are. Alright, so uh buckle up because We're gonna talk about Lord of the Rings. Fellowship of the Ring extended edition next mm-hmm. week. So if you want to watch ahead of time, we'll tell you exactly what it is. Fellowship yeah. is next weekend. Extended cut. So if you haven't seen the extended cut, you're not going to know some of what we're talking about. Yeah, because I've not watched the theatrical cut since I was in... It was probably 2001, because since then I've just had the extended cut. It is significantly longer, though. Yes. We'll warn you. It's about 40 minutes longer. But but it's worth it. It's 40 40 minutes that are 100% worth it. But I honestly don't know what is theatrical and what's extended in that movie anymore. So that's one thing we're not going to do, is talk about the differences. We just can't. Because I'm with you. I haven't seen theatrical for a while. Yes. It's all extended cut at this point. So, um, as we said, buckle up for next weekend. We'll do um, theatric or uh, extended cut Lord of the Rings, Phillips of the Ring. And, um, yeah, that's it for Batman. Because yep. we don't need to talk any more about that. No. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye.